Welcome to the Chuang Vibes, your leisurely small talks with Tiffany Wong and Henry Chung. It's right, I'm the host with the most. You guessed it, Henry. And we're back at it again with another wonderful episode. You guys can check us out on every platform, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Instagram, WTBRadio.org, 89.3 FM, 640 AM, BU Cable Channel 6. We're always going to be there for you. Today we have something. I don't know what. I wasn't told the topic today because my co-host is special. She decided, I told her uh, that she, this episode, she can do whatever she wants. Usually I criticize her terrible ideas, but this time I said, do whatever you want. And then she proceeded to not tell me anything. You know, my ideas aren't terrible. I'm just more accepting than you. True. True. Where's your boyfriend? The boyfriend you accepted? Exactly. Um. <laughs> Non-existent. Case closed. So I'm going to let you do whatever okay. you want. So I've had a busy week. Oh yeah. How was um. your week? <laughs> <laughs> I've had a really busy week. I feel like my teachers just decided to not follow the university's schedule. So um, it's basically finals for me this week and next week. I have all written um, like assignments, final projects, all genres of writing. And then I basically don't have any final projects, I mean final finals anymore. I kind of do, but they are just okay. And um, how's your week? Terrible. All right, so now that <laughs> I'm just kidding. Actually, not that bad. I've had a lot of um, calls, interviews this week, fun stuff. If you guys want to check out our episode two weeks ago, we talked about internships and how to require them. You might experience something that I'm going through on the daily which is interviewing. And that's a lot of fun for all the people that interviewed me. Thank you. Mucho appreciado. Just give me the job. Why do you sound so stressed? It's a really good thing to get those interviews. Because the interviews aren't so much like the, oh, I love to get to talk to you. I'm going to ask you a few questions about yourself and you're going to just tell me what you think. It's more like I have to prepare something for the interview. Yeah, but isn't a good sign that they're interviewing you? Well, I mean, of course, I want to interview me, too. Yeah, sure. So that's why I want to interview him today. Just to get... I had a feeling, just actually, to get this him, is going here. Just to get him another interview uh, <laughs> into the week. Oh, sorry, I woke up. Because I had a really good interview yesterday. It was a magazine. Maybe it's just because they don't pay me um, for their internship. <laughs> so they were really nice. <laughs> Damn, that's really depressing, actually. Yeah, but I don't pay you for this um, That's also interview. True. It's also depressing. Either, so I'm going to be me. nice. <laughs> I'm a nice person. That's... And I'm genuinely interested in your passions. You... Are we... <laughs> so, today I've decided to um, interview him. Dear Lord, what did our, I do? By our standard, we don't tell our guest what the interview topic is i'm not a guest i'm the host with the most i say this every week no i am the host you're, you're the a host guest. i'm the host with the most <laughs> but um yeah guess what the interview topic is i guess yeah or i or did you say like i'm a guest for the interview topic no, or guess i guess the topic oh well henry how do you do it? I'd be like, what? What do you mean, how do I do it? How do you have so many girls talking to you? And then I'll, I'll say, 
I don't know. Is that, what the, is that what's going on here? <laughs> oh, I'm I was close, right? I'm so glad I didn't even think of a word from that sentence to interview you. But I'm going to ask you about your experience in sports. In sports? Uh, a good yeah. experience. The best experience. I'm the greatest of all time in every sport. Because um, I've been hearing a lot of um, your past recounts. Re Back in my old days, back in 1966. <laughs> of all the good sports you played. Back when I was a young one. You know, I ain't got it now, but I had it back then, that's for sure. Mm -hmm. and, okay. Um, I have some experience in sports. No, you don't. That's absolutely, that's incorrect. If, if anyone's ever met Tiff in real life, it's watching and... No, some really... I, I can't even describe some it. Some really good experiences. That's just not true. I've seen you try and catch a frisbee it looks like um you ever go to a car dealership and the front of the car dealership is that balloon looking thing with his arms <laughs> flapping around in the air i love it that's what you look like <laughs> I, I love it oh that like balloon thing on come yeah yeah sure yeah whatever you want you know whatever floats your boat it's in uh, Pekyo and Soyo's music video too. This is where we're going to stop right now. That's where you realized you've crossed the line. No. Yes. Yes, you have. But what sports have you played? All of them. Count every one of them. One. <laughs> two. Count every one of their names. <laughs> oh. Okay. Well, my dad, when he was in college, he played football. He's a big kid, right? He was the opposite of me. So I'm 195, like 70 kilos. When he was in college, he was 175, 100 kilos. <laughs> Very different body types, but he played football when he was younger and uh, he enjoyed it. But I remember when I was younger, he really wanted me in sports because it's a good extracurricular. It teaches your kid about teamwork, except I always had a very me focused on everything um so screw my team why do i feel like all the dads want to teach their kids sports well for one uh because he grew up in new york new york is uh the center of sports when it comes to well <laughs> i don't mean that the best i mean that they have a lot of fans the new york knicks is the basketball team very famous basketball team they play in madison square garden they're terrible they really are you could put me on i'd be better than all of them it's kind of sad they you have, just have to bully someone. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I'm going to bully a lot of people today. They have the New York Giants, their football team, which, frankly, since Eli Manning left about seven years ago, haven't been good. They've been terrible. Uh, I remember when I was... Uh, I have very vivid memories of watching sports with my family, whether it be baseball, football. We, I've watched soccer, of course, basketball, the Olympics. Those are always big moments in my family's like. So what um, yeah. sports do you watch in the Olympics? All of them, any sport that's on. It could be, because I'm I'm obviously not a swimmer, but it could be swimming, Do volleyball, diving? diving, could be bobsledding, could be anything. Like we watch anything because we enjoy the competition. So I think this is where uh, my passion for sports comes from. I'm a very competitive person. I take things, uh, sometimes I take things very lightly, right? You guys can see that a lot on my podcast. I rarely give one uh, single blank about anything <laughs> but when it, uh, the stakes are on and i do care about stuff i am turbo competitive so i think sports is a great outlet for my comp my competitiveness 
Would you want me to be competitive while we're brushing our tees? No, because that's just annoying. But if we're playing for some big stick thing, then you would want me to be competitive, right? And so I think it really went hand in hand. Now, this is all tying into my early childhood, right? Because in my early childhood, I played a lot of sports, mm -hmm. a ridiculous amount. And I was uh, decent at a lot of them. I'd say I'm naturally very good, but I am not like super talented at any given one. So when I was younger, I played a lot of baseball. I, I'm gonna be honest, it was probably one of my least, uh, not enjoyable, but least talented sports. <laughs> so there's this thing when I was in middle school that the boys will all go to the basketball court and then play yeah. while the girls watch. <laughs> oh, the girls wouldn't watch us, but we would play all the time. Oh, because um, the girls and the boys think that they're at their coolest when they're playing basketball. And they want to attract the girls, so they always go Interesting. play basketball. Well, at my so in my uh, the earliest re remember I, like memory I have of sports in school was probably uh, primary school, um, and basketball, football, running were all huge things at my school. Mm -hmm. And thankfully, I was probably the best at all of them, because oh, um, naturally I am a good runner, very good. I don't know if it's because I ran a lot from my parents beating me. Just kidding. <laughs> Ran a lot from the cops. <laughs> Another joke, <laughs> but I was uh, naturally very fast. So I had um, at endurance speed uh, sports. I was very good. Strength sports, not so good. Right? I, was pretty, I was pretty skinny. I'm still skinny now, right? But um, but you can throw the frisbee so hard. Of course, because I work out. No, I'm, I'm, like so are you saying you're better at strength sports than before? Yes, much better. So I'll get to that. So when I was younger, I played a lot of baseball, played a lot of basketball, played a. Uh, you know, football with the friends, all this good stuff, right? It's it's kind of an American tradition of doing that so sort of stuff. So football, do you mean the oval football? I mean the oval football. Okay. Soccer came in a little later. Uh, and soccer ended up being the sport that I was best at out of all of them. So I played soccer for eight years. I Like from like four to 12 or something. Like a, Sounds like it. My my elementary school was really big on soccer. Yeah, and I was much better than everyone, like in general. Um, and so I, I was on a lot of teams. But I heard um, people with like people who are shorter are better at soccer. That's true. Yeah, because height isn't really an advantage in, in that sport. Because the taller you are, the slower your acceleration is. Um, I'll get that. That'll come to the reason why I joined cross country and track later on. But I was naturally pretty fast. I had really good endurance and I played a lot of soccer. I think at some time I was on three soccer teams with practice every single day, sometimes two practices a day, tournaments on the weekends that would last for like 12 hours. I mean, it was a ridiculous schedule. I remember uh, we would, my dad and I would leave the house really early, like six or seven, five in the morning to go drive like two hours, three hours to a tournament. And the game would be at eight. There'd be another game at like two and another game at like seven. Right, um, and that was my life for a very long time. I think all the way throughout primary school to middle school. Do you uh, study? Do I, do, I, do I study? You don't really need to study in yeah. elementary school. Oh, I did. You, I mean, what happened to college? <laughs> <laughs> um, I still do. Anyways, um, that was the first, definitely not the last lie you've said today. And we're gonna keep, I'm gonna keep a little bit of a tally in my head. So yeah, I played soccer for a very long time. Got pretty good at it. 
but I actually injured myself, went through physical therapy for six months. And during those physical therapy months, I decided I'm not playing soccer anymore uh, because I enjoyed myself when I wasn't moving way more than I was moving. Oh, yeah. big revelation. Yeah. So wishbone's broken. No, I didn't break anything. I, it's like a hyperextension of the knee. It, it's very weird, very painful, very long process of healing, right? So yeah, I basically went to physical therapy and I think that was in seventh grade. In seventh grade, I was like, well, I'm not gonna do soccer anymore, but I still wanna do something. So I decided I'm going to try out for both the basketball team and the track team. And uh, I made both, right? And in the basketball team, I, it was a lot of like catching up and learning because I spent so much time playing soccer that you know, kids who had been playing basketball for a while were very ahead. Was it in high school? It was in middle school. It was okay. seventh grade. But I was naturally very tall. I think at the time I was like 180 mm -hmm. in, five, in, in seventh grade. And so how tall are everyone else? Not like 165 to 175. I think I was the tallest by a lot. Okay. And so I had a bit of a natural edge in that category. But for me, the sport that really caught my passion was running, right? Uh, because soccer translates very well into it. Soccer, there's no time for breaks. You're running the entire time. You're not even thinking about how tired you are from running. You're just thinking about the game. But I realized that it translates very well into long distance running. So I did a lot of run long distance running. And so in seventh grade was my first year of cross country and track. I remember in seventh grade, I think I was either second or first in our school in the in a cross country meet, in the, the, like, the, the final whatever, right? I was like, this is really fun. So eighth grade, I came in and I said, I'm going to, you know, put a little more time in this. We'll try a little harder. And um, I did pretty well, right? And here's where my experience comes in. Oh, God. Okay, go ahead. So um, if you ask anyone, what sports have you done? I wouldn't really count running as one of them because everyone has run before. Yes. But um, I agree that track and cross country are sports. I'm just saying, everyone has tried running. Yeah. So did I. Everyone has like PE. Yeah. Know. So um, this was in seventh grade too. We had to um, qualify for these tests in order to get into high school. Oh, and physical tests? Yeah. That's insane. So we need to do those, um, well, not push-ups, what, what is this called? A sit-up. Oh, a sit-up. <laughs> you can tell she works out a lot, right, guys? Um, I'm really bad at that. We but, can tell. But uh, We don't need to see them. I'm just... But yeah. about running, we had to run for 800 meters. Half a mile. Okay, that's half a mile. Oh, yeah, it is. Um, within a certain amount of time. Um, I think the first one who finished was around four minutes. I'm not sure. Well, she was really fast. I just want you to know that <laughs> I would run. Well, just... I'm not going to say anything. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> I wish I lived in, in wherever you lived. I'd be the best. I mean, she's female, so she's... Oh, probably... wait, you only only females, like, in a group? Yeah. Oh, they sectioned it off by gender? Yeah. Oh, what's next? By race? <laughs> <laughs> by social class? <laughs> um, but the first female runner was um, around four minutes, I think. Um, and I was terrified uh, about that test. It was... <laughs> <laughs> I think it was winter. And it was really cold outside. It's the best time to run. And 
we had to run maybe like twice the whole court because yep. it was like 400 and my um friend melody and i in <laughs> run se- in together seventh grade yeah wow poor melody's done you for this long <laughs> she hasn't left we run together. It's insane. <laughs> we cheered each other on. <laughs> and then How are you cheering each other on? Shouldn't you be like running? Because we were both too tired and we were just like, okay, um, we're gonna run at the same speed. <laughs> <laughs> because we couldn't go any further like by the last half. Um, last one fourth <laughs> of so the So you mean the last one fourth of the last half? Last quarter. So the last half lap. Yeah. Okay. So we were just like, okay, we're not going to look at anyone else. We're going to just uh, run the same speed. I'm sure you didn't see anyone else <laughs> being all the way back there. I feel like I was spitting blood. <laughs> you weren't. So how, how do you deal with the feeling of um, like the taste of blood in your throat? I never had to deal with the taste of blood in my throat. <laughs> I nearly fainted. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll, I'll, I've nearly fainted, but I've, ne- I've never... I think I just I think I just fell to the ground and took me like 10 minutes to recover. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, well, let me tell you a little bit about my life in high school, right? Because that's when uh, my training got way more serious. Mm-hmm. Uh, freshman year was ridiculous. I still remember my first workout in freshman year. It was the most insane thing. And, and to the senior um, butthole who decided to take the freshmen on a 10-mile run on the first day to weed out who was fast or not, that was such a terrible idea. That's such a that's such a terrible mindset. So I remember um, my team had a lot of older older uh, runners, and so I was. Uh, there were honestly now that I think about it, they weren't that fast. But given that they had trained for four more years than I had, they had an advantage, right? So I always stuck with them when I was running. I'd always be like in the back of the pack with them, but there was like a lot of packs. We, we had like to call them, right? Mm-hmm. And so like the top seven runners would stay together. I'd just be around the sixth or seventh. Um, and it's a it's a crazy transition from going to, I think in middle school, I'd run every th- maybe th- three times a week. Not that much, like a mile to two miles mm-hmm. to every single day, like six days a week, eight to 10 miles a day, right? It's a huge jump and your body is not used to it. So I suffered from a lot of injuries early on. Um, one of the biggest injuries that newer runners experience is called shin splints. It's this pain that runs up on your, your shins. And it's simply because your body isn't acclimated to hitting the cement so many times, right? Especially when you take super long steps like I do. And I was a heel runner, so I put a lot of force behind each step. Uh, the shock that went through my shins was very painful. That's why my feet hurt when we walked from um, Newbury to Chinatown. Sure, you keep telling yourself that. <laughs> So after that like first couple of months of adapting, rehealing, and a big thing that I had such a hard time grasping was the fact that if you have these injuries like shin splints, you cannot, uh, you should not be walking, you should not be running. Like you should be taking walking it to a very minimum. The thing is my school is huge. From one side to the other is a mile. So I'd have classes that went from one side to the other and back and I have like six minutes to walk it. Is that common in California? Um, maybe, but it was very common in my school. <laughs> I don't know about other schools, but I know for my school, it's pretty common, right? To, for everyone to just walk a ridiculous amount. So healing is obviously harder, but I think 
Oh. Once you... Is that why you chose PU? Because it's just a mile walk <laughs> throughout campus? No, that has nothing to do with it. You you swung and you completely missed. I just okay, you're healing. Oh yeah, healing. Once I got over that, um, I have to stop running. I, I think my body started acclimating. I started getting more and more fit. And um, I really enjoyed it. I think a big thing for me wasn't actually the, 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 the fact of competing, but more so the training. Uh, we would have days, I'll give you a, a typical week of mine, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say Monday would be a track workout um, where you remember, you, you've all run 400 meters, right? Mm-hmm. We would do 12 of those at um, 105 pace, one minute and five second pace. And what's 105 pace? It would be a 210, 800. Okay. And uh, if you're, if I don't know what you ran for 800, but just take that divided by two. Okay. And then that's yeah. So we would do 12 of those on like a Monday. The day after we would do like a 12 mile, really slow run with everybody, um, and everyone's and it's super enjoyable. You just everyone's talking because you're. I mean, I mean slow. I mean really slow. <laughs> like basically a walk. We did it just to get the miles under our legs, not so much for the the getting tired in part. Then maybe Wednesday is a six mile tempo run where you're running at like um, a 530 mile pace for six miles and you're going like pretty like, you know, pretty hard trying to go like 70% of your like maximum. And then Thursday would be another like long, long, long day, like 30 miles of really slow. And then Friday would be something like fun. Who knows? Right. So that's track. What about cross country? Um, cross country, instead of the, we would do one track workout a week on track. We would do two. Okay. That's the only difference. And on cross country, you do two. Yeah. No, on track, we would do two. The reason why is because cross country, uh, you don't need speed. You need like, endurance. endurance, right? And the track workouts are for speed. So we would add in an extra track workout when we had track, right? Cause it would be shorter distances, but with cross country, it would be more about the running the longer miles mm-hmm. and so on average over a couple months you run 500 600 miles right uh, pretty easily i think most people could do that so it was a lot of uh, it was a lot of fun right i think uh, people who used to run a lot um have more difficulty gaining weight do you think that's true yes i think the ones that are good <laughs> i i have um a lot of funny memories of kids joining the track team because it was it was a no-cut team. It was the only no-cut team in our high, entire high school. Every team cut people based on performance except for track. Because frankly, you can have as many people as you want. The team isn't limited by it. Like the more, the better, right? But it means that a lot of people that don't uh, care as much are on the team. So I will say, if you run a lot, like what I did, you're going to lose a lot of weight. Uh, for a good example is that currently, right, I don't run anymore, but if I was to run for two weeks, I'd lose 10 pounds or four kilos or something like that. Um, very quickly. That's why my mom tells me to run. But the thing is, is that my body responds to running different than your body. Oh, I don't know how my body responds. That's a good point. I will give you a, a good point, a good example though. Um, I have a friend, this guy named Eric, I haven't talked to him in years, but... He was this tiny kid and he would spend a summer doing absolutely no training. And then he'd come in the week before practice 
and the week before practice he would train really like he would train pretty hard and by the end of the week he is in 99% of his original shape now if I asked you to do that in the week that you were training you would not be able to hit your stride again for me it was, it was a little longer than a week I think it needs to be about two weeks to get back into shape now it's probably longer probably like three weeks but it's much much shorter than if you were to do it for your first time right so when I when I do it for two or three weeks my body has this very drastic change both physically as as well as just like you know the weight thing um my speed goes like like first week is gonna be horrible like so much pain but after that it's gonna be so much easier and uh i think that's really addicting to have something that you can always go back to and train and then know you're really good at it. yeah okay here's a short break yes so what life lessons would you say you learned from cross country and track? I think I can apply it to all sports, right? That sports teaches you a lot of things in terms of, I think mental toughness is a huge thing, mm -hmm. right? There are times where it's pouring rain, it's for Celsius, like two degrees outside, but you still have to run or you still have to train because you know that A, you're going to feel bad that you did it, and B, there's like an end goal, right? I will say I have never been through so much physical pain than when I was running, right? And that's why I had a very easy time quitting, because easy time what? quitting, because oh. my body hurt so much. Um, I'm sure everyone who does a sport at a high level can attest to that. Like, you put your body through a lot. But I think it shows that if you you can put you can put your body through it like it's a mental thing right more than just a physical thing so I think that's one thing. Similarly, it's just a fun experience. I think a lot of people are afraid of sports because they're afraid they're not going to do well, right? But I think you shouldn't fear the the fact that you won't do well. You should fear the fact that if you give up, what does that say about you, right? So I have a lot of friends who I had a hard time convincing to start anything, but once they started, they really really loved it. I think that's a huge thing, right? Because it gets you out of the house, it gets you moving, it gets, it's a, honestly, it's a mental refresher. Also, I think it's an easier way to make friends too, if it's a team sport. Yeah, yeah. I think, well, sure, sure. I think it could be definitely a way, an outlet to making friends. And then lastly, I think, obviously just staying in shape is a great, great idea, right? <laughs> Diff. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> but it, you know, you look better, you look good, you feel good, you're more confident, right? I think when you are physically in shape and you don't feel like a, a pile of Okay, be careful with that. Stuff, <laughs> you just, your mental health is better, right? Mm -hmm. So I have friends who don't work out, I have friends who do. But I can say when I'm not working out, I think I have less confidence than when I am working out. Even if there's no physical change, I think just the act of doing things is a, mm -hmm. a mental booster, right? So those are three things I would take away from that. Yeah, agree. How can you agree? You don't know, you don't, what, what are you gonna agree with? No, I agree, I just don't do it. Exactly, I know. <laughs> For a fun story, <laughs> story time. Tiff, do you wanna talk about your working out in college? It was great. I worked no, no, out no, no, a lot no, no, no. more don't, than I did in high school. I don't mean like and it, I liked frequency. our school's gym and um, I I worked. You want to talk about like your out. your act of like how did you work out? Oh, I <laughs> <laughs> I can't even do this. <laughs> 
Well, I run for as long as I what can. What do you wear when you run? Um, shirt and pants. No, a button-up shirt <laughs> and like a tuxedo pair of pants. Look, that was just one time when I'm too tired to go back to my dorm and change. I don't do that. Also, mm. also, as a boy, you don't know how comfortable button-up shirts are. You don't understand. As a boy, I know how uncomfortable they are. Because I have to wear them probably more than you do. No, they're really loose and they're real, like... It's cotton and it's okay, like really comfortable. Wait, I have a great suggestion. Wear a loose cotton shirt. Yeah, do that to the gym. That was just once. Oh, oh, okay. Well. Yeah, but um, my high school also required us to assign uh, to sign up for these afternoon activities every day. And was reading one of them? People would do lacrosse, cross country. <laughs> Um, I did yoga. <laughs> so, we would just... Um, My favorite yoga pose is the one where you're sleeping on your back. Same! I love that yoga. <laughs> um, yeah, we would be in the dance room. And the teacher would do all these poses that are really tiring for me. I feel no, like... No, uh, yoga is hard. I, I feel like you get down to the floor one second and you're back up this next second and you're back down <laughs> the second after. Like, you can't just do something at the same level for five seconds. Like, you're just constantly getting down and getting up and <laughs> getting down again. It's an interesting description of yoga. I <laughs> don't know what to say about that, but okay. Yeah, but then um, there were times when I just couldn't follow follow up with the rest of the she class. was like okay put your leg above your head and do a 360 <laughs> spin upside down with your eyes closed so very simple <laughs> so i would just um you know rest on the floor for a few seconds and those few seconds turn into like minutes, 10 minutes and then hours <laughs> and then the teacher leaves and you're left in the classroom and then you wake up and it's 4 a.m and you realize i haven't done anything productive in my life but my sleep quality is really good in yoga i <laughs> When is your sleep quality not good? <laughs> oh, yeah, I had a good sleep this afternoon. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure last night, I'm sure the afternoon before, and the morning before, and the night before. But I get, yeah, up, at, yeah. I get up at 8 in the morning. Because I have to. Okay, I get up at 8 too. No, you don't. I have class. You have class at 9. Yeah, but I work up in the morning. Oh my god, monster. What? <laughs> Who I don't gets, have time. Who gets up to work out in the morning? I literally just told you I do. <laughs> Not that much, just like 30 minutes. Shower and then you're wow. more awake than if you weren't, you know, didn't do it. Wow. I would be strained after working out and I'd go right back to sleep when it's actually class time. I know. I absolutely know. Trust me. Mm -hmm. So, back to sports. No, story, that was story, a big sigh. You story, got back to your sigh. What? You going through something, man? Here, here's a little water if you need story it. Story time ends. Oh. No more stories. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what happened to story time? They're not serving <laughs> serving me. <laughs> serving stories anymore? They're not serving me, but what, what sports would you recommend to different badminton. kinds of people? Oh. I played badminton my freshman year of college until COVID You hit. suck. I'm so good. I remember. You were terrible. Henry was afraid of my skill. I think I could close my eyes and just randomly swing and I had a better chance at winning. No, because I always uh, swing the thing into his face. 
Do you ever remember me hitting a smash on you? No, because if I did, I'd break your nose. Think about that. I saved you. Indirectly, saved you. But I would recommend badminton. Yeah, badminton's really fun. <laughs> <laughs> I played that in senior year of high school, and I enjoyed it so much. I, I was addicted. Su I'm surprised that um, non-Asian schools play badminton. No, my school was definitely Asian. We had like 50% Chinese. It was a lot. Oh. That's why I know a lot of Mandarin. Hmm. Yeah. So I can just speak Mandarin from now on. How about? So, uh, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to remember what high school was, but I couldn't remember it. Mm. I don't know how to say play badminton. <laughs> What she said. Um, there are four characters. No, I'm saying her. <laughs> I have such a hard time now. Okay, you understand. Ever since I've learned Korean, things that I thought I remembered in my head sound different now that I say it. Well, you can say Korean to me. I will, I will try to understand. But badminton for. Okay, I was trying to say people? basketball too. Okay. Dalian, not lunch. Yeah. So who would you recommend uh, and basketball pao, pao to? Pao pu, pao pu. That okay. running? Yeah. I'm the best. <laughs> I really am the best. Who would I recommend badminton to? People who just hate everybody. Frankly, on my badminton team, I was not there to make a single friend. I was there to be the best. It's same with running too. Just smashing the. What, what is the bat? The birdie. The birdie? It's a birdie. Okay, just smash it to the ground. No, smash it to their skulls. I had a really fun time doing that. Uh, yeah. Wow. So I played a lot of individual sports in my high school because I didn't really like relying on people. But if you were to do stuff like water polo, you know, lacrosse, those are obviously more team sports and soccer. So, you know, if you're more into the team bonding and make friends, sure. I wasn't there to make friends. I was there to make enemies. So I did uh, all the non-team sports, right? You need to make enemies. True. They already are. That's exactly, you're exactly right. Well said. But I like to measure my, my individual growth rather than the collective growth of my team. Especially when it's like my, you're doing it for fun or just for your first year or something. It's better to just do it for yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You also said basketball and running. Yes. Who would recommend those? Um... Tall people and fast people. Okay. So <laughs> short and slow people like me will just peace out. You are, are did you just call yourself short? Yeah. D they haven't seen you stand up. <laughs> I'm not going to. But if you go to tip underscore underscore Beck, Beck is in Beck County, you'll see. She, I don't know if you'll see. She towers over trees. Uh, it's very scary. <laughs> it's because it's a small tree. It's a baby tree. That tree was 30 feet tall. It's a baby tree. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> wow. Oh, do you have any more questions for me? Um, no, I don't. Thank God, it's over. Uh, good night. Anyways, guys, I hope you guys enjoyed uh, like 25 minutes of me talking and 11 minutes of Tiffany talking. I know I did. I'm sure you did too. You guys can catch, you know, always check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Instagram, WTBU, Radio.org, 89.3 FM, 6.40 AM, BU Cable Channel 6, under the affiliation of BU, all under 
at Chuang Vibes. You can check out our personal Instagrams at HenryChuang314 and at Tip underscore underscore Beck. Beck as in Beck Hyun. You guys will probably see a nice good old teaser photo of moi on our Instagram soon. Jamal? No, moi. I didn't say Jamal. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, hope you guys enjoyed that episode and, uh, yeah. Cool. 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 No more cool. Very cool. Goodbye, everybody. Thank you.